Welcome to the Designer Boss Podcast. Listen, learn, lol, and level up with the ultimate success guide for web and graphic designers. My name is Anna Dower. I'm a cake-loving, success-slaying graphic design mentor. And I'm Emma Kate, your personal sensei for mastering the wonderful world of web. Together we'll show you how to harness our tried and tested experiences and hard-earned lessons while you soak up everything we know about building a successful design business. Welcome to the Designer Boss Podcast with Anna Dower and Emma Kate. Today we're going to be talking about the evolution of our businesses and how we decided that we wanted to do what we do and the journey that we took to get there. I know everyone's journey is different, so hopefully it will be interesting for you guys to hear our journeys And hopefully it motivates you, inspires you, lets you know that you're doing better than you think, basically. So, Em, when did you know that you wanted to be a web designer and developer? I didn't actually know I wanted to get into that until I was in my degree studying. I really went to um, study graphic design. I wanted to be a graphic designer. I wanted to create logos and brochures and posters and all that cool stuff. Uh, I didn't really know much about websites or anything until I started and there was um, one subject, one or two subjects in my degree on web design and web development, just using Dreamweaver and HTML and stuff. And I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. I actually like this whole coding side of things. Oh, my God. (laughs) I remember Dreamweaver. I think you must be the only person in the world that thought it was good. (laughs) (laughs) It was so bad. (laughs) I loved it. I felt like a total computer hacker when I could, like, put something together. (laughs) And it's great now having students where um, now I have some design students uh, that like teaching them web and they're like, oh, I'm like you. I'm a code-loving designer. I love all this stuff too. And I'm like, yay, I'm not the only one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so that's when I figured out that that's like I kind of wanted to go down that path. But uh, it it took quite a few years before I really uh, focused on that more so than just doing branding and logos and stuff. I, I did both side by side for a long time um, and eventually got into WordPress and stuff later on. But uh, WordPress wasn't even a thing back in the day when I was at uni. You were probably the no. same. It was just Dreamweaver, um, just yeah. HTML, no mobile, like no iPhones, no mobile websites, none of that stuff. So, Yeah, back in the day, yeah. I remember at art college, when I was learning design, it was all about Quark Express. Do you remember Quark Express? Um, a lot of people probably don't remember it. It was basically just like the InDesign now. Um, but, yeah, I pretty much knew that I wanted to be something creative all my life, but I didn't know what that looked like. Um, I came from a family where... They were Greek, very hardworking, very traditional, and they were kind of like, well, you can't really make a living from being creative. And that's when I kind of got into high school and I was like, oh, there's this job called graphic designer and you get to be creative. And it's not labelled an artist, 
which means that I'll actually make money from it, <laughs> apparently. And my family seemed happy with that. <laughs> they didn't argue too much. Um, and then I decided, you know, I was going to go to art college, learn to be a graphic designer. Um, I finished grade 12 and I didn't get in into my first choice, which was graphic design. And I was like, oh, my God, the world's going to end. Um, and, of course, my overbearing Greek family was like, well, just go to uni and do any degree, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and I listened to them. And I went to uni for six months just doing a, a, an arts degree, <laughs> which was which is totally useless. Oh, I did that for three years. <laughs> <laughs> How funny. Uh, I was the same. I just like, I didn't know what to do. So I'm like, I'll go to, I'll just go to uni. I'll do arts. I did arts for three years coming up to graduation. I was like, I'm qualified to do absolutely nothing. <laughs> like, wow. No one's going to employ me. And all these jobs for graphic designer were coming up. And I was like, what's that? That's when I feel, I didn't even know what a graphic designer was until then so then I went back again so wasting six months sounds very good compared to wasting yeah three years. <laughs> I, I think I had a low tolerance and I just felt like university was not for me like it just was not for me it didn't feel like I was in my place you know and then I was like six months that's it and then the last six months of the year I just traveled and tried again to get into the design course that I wanted to be in um, the next year and got in, thankfully. So I went and did graphic design at uni after I did my arts degree. Um, so I got like a, a semester's credit. So I still did another two and a half years of uni. Uh, and, yeah, I felt like I learned a bit, but not like two and a half years worth. <laughs> and mm. the massive hex debt that I'm currently paying off, like. Oh, it's really? Just, yeah, it's just like. You know, you learn a bit and I enjoyed uni. It was a fun time of my life. But mm. um, so many um, of, like, my friends over the years that I've, like, mentored and stuff and they wanted to get into graphic design, web design, and I'm like, you don't need to go to uni. Like, there's so much you can learn yourself. There's so many, like, online courses and things like that. Like, you can so teach yourself. And um, But it's a shame that a lot of, I do still find a lot of designers feel like they're underqualified when they don't have that mm. certificate. Um, and it, I guess it yeah. does give you a bit of credibility, but uh, you so don't need it. It comes down to talent. It really does. Yeah, totally. Like no clients in the history ever have asked me, what's your qualification? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, you know, did you go to uni? Did you go to TAFE? What's your qualification with design? Basically your work speaks for itself. Absolutely. And like I said, the programs that I learnt when I was in TAFE no longer exist. So basically I then had to teach myself illustrator, InDesign. Um, so I do think if you're a self-taught designer, you're fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. definitely. Being self-taught and just picking the selective things that you, you feel like you need to up your skills in, whatever that might be, um, finding specific like, yeah, online courses or even YouTube channels or things like that. There's so much you can teach yourself and I think, being um, part of like a lot of these Facebook groups and stuff like that, I find even I still learn heaps from other people and um, and also like all the, like the tools change. Like you said, like the tools that you learn 
obviously no one uses that now unless they're like a really ancient print shop. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, I, remember I worked for a printer back in the day, one of my first jobs out of uni, and they were using Corel Draw. And I, oh, yes. I hadn't used that before because I learned Illustrator and all that at uni. Yeah, and no one mocks up actual printed physical design work anymore. Um, like I feel like I'm not sure what the point of that was, but, yeah, things change, things change. Mm -hmm. So after uni, did you get a job straight away? Or? Um, yeah, so before, in my last semester, I actually started working full-time because I only had, like, I think, two subjects or something. So I was able to do that. I don't know how. Um, and I, so I worked for like an event management company or something. I think they were, I only worked for them for a few months, I think. Um, so I did that for a while and then I started working at a print shop. That's when I started working at the print shop, which was kind of fun. It wasn't like the most exciting work in the world, but it was like different jobs all the time because it was like different clients coming in. So that was kind of cool. Um, and then I got a job, which I thought was like my dream job, working as like mostly a graphic designer, web designer for a company, but with a bit of reception work. And that bit of reception work <laughs> turned into 90% reception work, 10% oh, no. design. And it was just like, soul sucking and um, mm. terrible pay and stressful um, and yeah so I worked there for I think a little over a year and it got to a point where I was freelancing on the side uh, and that started actually earning me more money the stuff I was doing at nights and on weekends than what I was pulling in from my day job so I was like oh well, this is a good sort of uh, mm. motivator like why am I still doing this day job that's stressing me out I was having wine every night when I got home because I couldn't switch <laughs> off otherwise and it was for like $37,000 a year like it was like wow pay and I was so yeah. stressed out um so yeah that's that's when I kind of made the decision I think I was 24 at the time I was lucky enough to be uh living back at home with my parents in the granny flat so I barely had like any expenses and I was like this is the time to do it so I went out of my own on my own and I've never looked back it's been amazing I'm so wow. happy that I did you're so lucky that your journey like from shitty day job to running your own business was fairly quick yeah like you didn't waste a huge chunk of time no it was quite a quick decision to make I kind of just like freelanced on the side just randomly because like my uncle was in marketing so he was sending me some work and then I just kind of like grew it up a bit from there and I'm glad I did because I never actually had any intention of running my own business like it was not something I'd thought about granted I think as the years went on I probably would have thought about it but because I sort of mm. jumped so quickly um I'm really grateful for having that really shitty job because if I had a really yeah. pushy job, I would have never done it, I don't think, and um, yeah. I wouldn't trade it for the world now. So when you started your business, was it just design mostly? Uh, it was mostly design, but, yeah, I was doing some websites. I had just started in WordPress, unlike with Dreamweaver and stuff where I could build the websites myself. With WordPress, I was like, this is, like, too hard. I can't do it. Uh, mm. So I would just design them in Photoshop and then have a developer and he would build them for me. And I ran into a lot of 
dodgy developers that I work with and had a lot of headaches over the years. Uh, so obviously technology changes and over that sort of evolution of my business over the few, um, what, the past 10 years, <clears throat> excuse me, um, technology's changed and now there are tools like Divi and Elementor and stuff so I can build the websites myself. And so now as I was able to start taking on sort of more um, more of the development role of those websites, I've really moved into web more than, uh, and not doing much of the graphic design stuff anymore. The thought of designing something in Photoshop makes me <laughs> cringe. <laughs> like. As my designer brain has just like exploded if I had to design something in Photoshop. But yeah. that's the difference between someone who like lives in the web world versus the graphic design world, I think. Yeah. But yeah, there are a lot of differences. <laughs> I used to like, now I actually design, if I have to design a homepage, I'll do it in Illustrator. I do prefer yeah. that. But, um, yeah, we got taught Photoshop was the way to go because it's pixel-based mm. and web is pixel-based and there weren't all these, ex there's really cool exporting tools in Illustrator now where you can export the assets really well where they didn't have that before. But Illustrator is so much easier now and I probably should start in XD actually. I have a lot of students that use XD to design websites now. And so oh, really? Awesome. Yeah. Well, my journey wasn't that quick. <laughs> um, I feel like I wasted a lot of years. When I finished my graphic design diploma, I was looking for a design job. I, I couldn't get a job, honestly. It was like the most soul-destroying time. Like I would just go to interview after interview. And when I think back to it now, my folio must have been horrendous. <laughs> like when I think of the design work that I did then. Oh, um, we, all, but you we know, all think that though. And it was probably quite good. Like if you think about, you know, at the time it was probably quite good. But we always look back on our old work and cringe, I think. Yeah, totally. But for some reason I couldn't get a job. Um, then a friend of mine who I went to design college with, got a job at a studio and she basically said to me, oh, they're looking for someone else. Do you want to come work here? And that's what I did. I started working there. We did a little bit of like branding stuff, but it was mostly real estate ads. Um, and yeah, at the time I was like, I'll take any job <laughs> because I was just in that zone of like, I'll never become a designer. No one will ever hire me. Um, so, yeah, and it was good to, it was fun to work in a studio with your friend, you know. Yeah. Um, and the women that owned the studio, there were two women. Um, it was like a pretty relaxed place to work. Uh, one of the women, I would say, basically taught me everything about design she was like my mentor for 10 years um and yeah I was there for 10 years designing real estate ads the business changed over time their partnership ended and it just got messy it got messy really quick um and thankfully I guess I fell pregnant and that's when I decided I'm going to start my own business. I had had enough mm -hmm. of the soul-sucking stuff. Um, and it's not like I got to be creative at all for 10 years. But I did learn a lot of stuff like how to deal with clients, um, eye for detail. I did learn a lot, but 
There's only so much you could do with real estate ads, I guess. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> moving stuff in a box, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah, and then I started my own business and it started off as a stationary business, um, doing wedding invitations, birthday invitations, baby announcements, all that sort of stuff. And, yeah, I enjoyed that for a few years until I got over, like, the print management side of things. Oh, my God, that is so sucky when you um, have to deal with printers um, and you have to deal with brides and colours and paper and postage and all that sort of stuff. Um, I got over it. Mm -hmm. And then I just moved my focus to graphic design, branding, female entrepreneurs. And I did that for... I'd say seven years, maybe. I feel like in my business path, I've been so many different things. Sounds like it, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. and I've tried lots of different things. I had designers working for me. I had, you know, all sorts of things. Digital magazine, I held retreats and all these things. But, yeah, it all led me to the journey of where I am now, which is my happy place I think where I was always meant to end up yeah yeah definitely well you 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 rock at what you do so it's definitely well suited to and I think um like all those you know all those nightmare things that sort of happen over the years it's all it's all happens for a reason it makes you really appreciate what you've got now but also makes you a better mentor because you can really relate to what other people are going through and also help them prevent going through that as well. (laughs) Yeah. Like if you are working a real estate design job, do not stay there for 10 years. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. But like you said, yeah, it definitely was all part of the puzzle. I found that too, even like over the years in my business, all the sort of different avenues I sort of tried to go down and you know I to begin with I was you know doing branding graphic design web but also like you know setting up MailChimp and helping people with their emails and like turning into IT support and like all this stuff and like even like designing things in Word docs for clients and it's like all these things that you you sort of you you um, try out all these different things and then you realise, okay, I hate like 80% of them. I'm just going to focus on these ones. Yeah, totally. So if you feel like you're in a really shitty place right now, perhaps you're like doing an arts degree just so you have something to do (laughs) or you're working in a print shop or, you know, realise that it's just one tiny piece of the big puzzle and like there's a reason why you're having to do that right now Mm -hmm. another thing I think I realized too was like a part of uh, my journey at one point I got so busy that I I employed I had a a designer working for me for 20 hours and then I think 30 hours a week at one point and a developer working for me as well and um, the designer she was like perfect she's like a little mini me. She was the best thing that I could have had, best designer. I, I just loved her, yet I still hated having an employee, like having someone oh. I had to manage. And I think it was great that I had someone that was amazing to make me realise that it's not the designer's fault. It's not like I've got the wrong designer. It's the fact that I don't like doing that. I like to sort of, I'm not much of, I don't like the whole project management, having to like, 
go out and like hustle for work to make sure I can pay her, like all that stuff. I think it made me really realize that I didn't want that. Um, And I actually, I had a coaching call with a student a couple of weeks ago and we were talking about that because she was looking at like hiring someone. And I said, well, just have a think about this because this is kind of what your role turns into. And I have, and, and she realized that, oh yeah, maybe I don't want that. Uh, it was a good mm. thing to think about. But then I have other friends like Hayley, for instance, just loves project management. Like that's just mm. like her zone of genius and she loves being in that position. So I think um, it's good to sort of like really think about what your what your day-to-day is going to be like in certain things. Um, but sometimes it's good to just try it out and see. I have a similar story because I had a designer working for me. She was pretty much full-time, seriously the best designer, better than me at designing. Um, I loved her and I just didn't want the responsibility. Mm. (laughs) The thing that I've learned over the years is I hate being locked into anything. Yeah. <laughs> like, ditto. <laughs> seriously. Like, I did not realize that. I didn't know it was a trait I had until I started my own business and people wanted to like schedule things in. Let's do this at this time every week. And it kind of makes me feel like, uh, no, I don't want to do that. And being an employer really locks you into shit. Mm-hmm. Because now you have to make X amount of dollars, not just for you, but for your employee as well. And, you know, but you got to try these things. It helps you figure out what your idea of success looks like. Like for me, originally, when I started, I was like, I'm going to have a studio. I'm going to have all these designers working for me. You know, all I'm going to do is liaise with clients. I would never in a million years have thought I would have ended up being a mentor for other graphic designers. And that would be my full-time job. Mm -hmm. When did you, when did you sort of have that idea then? Like when I'd been doing my design business for a while, I had this digital magazine for female entrepreneurs and a lot of those people were coming to me for business advice and wanting to kind of replicate what I had created in my own business. Um, So a few of them were like friends where they'd be like, I want you to mentor me. And I was doing that for a bunch of people and they weren't even designers. They were just, one of them was a copywriter. Another one was like a sex expert. Another one was, you know, they were all different things. And I worked with them and I liked it and I felt like, oh, this is really awesome. But then I just took it one step further and made it specifically for designers because that's my zone of genius, basically. Yeah. And you're all about niching down. You needed to find that. (laughs) Yes. And then I just like one day decided I'm going to send out an email to my list and see if I get anyone for this kind of three-month mastermind for designers. Um, And at the time, it was massive for me. It was going to be three months charging $3,000 each. And I was like, if I get three, I'll be happy. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think I ended up getting five just from sending out an email. Awesome. And then I was like, yeah, this is what I'm going to do. I tried it and I got a good response and haven't looked back since, basically. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. And how long ago was that? Like how long have you been mentoring for now? (gasps) Seriously, I'm so bad at time. Like (laughs) (laughs) 
probably like mentoring as my full-time thing, maybe two or three years, mm-hmm. three years maybe. So what about you? Like how did you go from like doing design and stuff to then just doing web and then doing e-courses and mentoring and all that sort of stuff? Yeah, well, I think um, I mainly started really focusing on where really I, I got to a point in my business where I wouldn't really take on design work from clients unless I was doing their website too. So it was mm. more like I'd, I'd rebranded my business to all our website like it wasn't design it was website so people were coming to me for a website and then often they didn't have a logo they didn't have branding yet they didn't have things like that so I would do it all for them but I wouldn't just do the odd sort of design or branding job for people um sorry that really sort of started phasing out the branding and stuff and then it's only in the last couple of years actually since I've been uh doing e-courses and that that I've kind of just got rid of all that branding stuff altogether um and if someone needs that I have obviously a whole bunch of other designers I can refer them to Mm. now um but then as far as like mentoring and stuff goes for years there I actually just you know had friends that were trying to get into design or starting their own businesses that I was just kind of mentoring for free you know they just come to me for advice and we do Skype chats because Zoom wasn't a thing so (laughs) and we'd um you know just I'd share all sort of like my email templates and stuff like that because I'm just I'm one of those like nerdy organized designers I just have like email templates and stuff and (laughs) like brief forms all that for everything and so I just share that all with them and they started Um, saying, oh, like, you're really good at this. Have you sort of, like, thought about you could probably do this? And it sort of, um, it it sparked that idea in my mind. I didn't even really think about it. And I was like, oh, imagine if I could just spend my days helping other designers and that would be my living. Like, that just sounds amazing. That would be so much fun. And so it kind of sparked that idea and then, um, yeah, and thought, oh, well, I'll build an e-course because, uh, obviously my first e-course is teaching designers how to build websites because I realised over the years not every designer knows how to build a website. Mm. A lot of them don't want to, but there's a lot that want to and don't even know where to start. And I was just lucky enough that I kind of figured it out over the years and I'd had a lot of designers coming to me with their beautiful designs and getting me to build them for them. And I'm like, with tools like Divi and stuff, you can do it these days. It's really, it's not like you have to be in there coding HTML and learning all that hardcore stuff. So um, putting that course together was really exciting because I knew that there was a um, there was a lot of designers out there that would really uh, benefit from that. So that's how I got into it. I loved hearing your story. I feel like there were a lot of similarities between us along the way. Yeah. Even though I'm probably like a lot older than you. <laughs> <laughs> and you probably got there faster than me. But, yeah, there were similarities. Um, I guess the moral of the story is <laughs> that it's all fluid, you know, and that you will change along the way mm-hmm. and it will make your business change too. And yeah. don't fear that change. Like, go with it. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Thanks for listening, guys. Hopefully um, it helped you realise that your journey is not so different to everyone else's. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. You've been listening to the Designer Boss Podcast with Anna Dower and Emma Kate. 
If you'd like to learn more about us and our upcoming digital summit for graphic and web designers, head to our website, designerboss.co.